it's not just a matter of uh, it not being polite to say nigger in public. That's not the measure of whether racism still exists or not. Until we stop using the word nigger, we can't get mad at nobody else for using the word nigger. If you are dancing and sliding and gliding, nigger. During a Friday night interview with Nebraska Senator Ben Sass on Real Time with Bill Maher, Maher lit up social media after dropping a way too casual N-bomb on HBO. Sass invited Mar to his home state to work in the fields with us. Mar answered with, I'm a house nigger. Cock-a-doodle-doo, nigger. Originally, the Latin N-I-G-E-R just meant black. But at the dawn of America, N-I-G-E-R became N-E-G-A-R to describe some of the first shipments of African slaves. That's a good nigger. And with slavery, the word was contorted into its current dark, degrading, hateful insult for African Americans. We are the Ku Klux Klan. We hate niggas. Look out, niggas. The Klan is getting bigger. Eeny Meeny didn't always end with Catch a Tiger by the Toe. It was tossed about casually in movies well into the 20th century, part of the way of life, but also sometimes to raise consciousness. Welcome, everybody, to the Dave and Beak Show. It's the podcast for your punk ass. In the 1970s emerged a new willingness to explore the impact of the word and even satirize it. And isn't it a lovely morning? Up yours, nigger. Black people is niggers. As a society, we've tried to ignore it, ban it, literally bury it. The NAACP held this symbolic funeral for the N-word. And we've perhaps added more gravity to the word just by refusing to say it. Why is there an obsession to say the word nigga? I don't get it. I am not obsessed to say the word honky, cracker, peckerwood. I have no desire in the day during Halloween to paint myself white. I have no compunction to do that. Inside of five minutes, he'd be calling you, don't say it, nigga. I learned Mandarin, spend a year in China. I can say, yo, what's up, my chink? That doesn't make sense. Or I can quote an anti-Japanese saying from the 40s, well, that's not what I'm saying, but in this quote, that's what they're saying, so it's not me saying it. You know that doesn't make any sense. None of it makes sense. <laughs> this whole N-word, nigga, why? Why the obsession? You know, I've been asking myself this question for years. No different than Halloween beaks. Every year, there's some white college student goes blackface. What is this obsession with blackface? I don't get it. Stop. Stop it. I do not get it. And why is it? When I go online, you know there's about a hundred different racial ethnic slang words in the, in the dictionary, but why does it seem we're all fixated on just one? I mean, there's plenty of the words available, right? <laughs> Goomba for the Italian. Oh, look at that. Why somehow nigger seems to be the one that gets the traction? But you know what they're gonna say? Well, that's what the hip hop people say. Why don't you go grab us some coffee? So that's what they say, and then you'll have Americans say, well, we gotta clean up ourselves first. This is the bottom line. Ask yourself why isn't there the same obsession with other racial ethnic groups? Like it's like a lingo, like even if I want to stop saying it, I really can't stop saying it. And we see it over and over again. Well, I like, I like listening to hip hop, and if Jay-Z says I'm going to sing it in my OJ song, I'm going to sing it. I'm going to say it. I don't care what you say. 
But words have meaning and context. To Anasi Coates, uh, the, uh, the, the author, the MacArthur Genius Award author said it best. If he's out on a date and his wife says, honey, he knows what it means. If another woman calls him honey, he's in trouble. Oh no, you didn't. Words have context and meaning. Does every black person say the N-word? Of course not. Do black people have degrees say it? I guarantee they do. Yeah, but the word existed way before hip-hop started. Baby. Without a doubt. But in our culture, that's the reality, right? Look at every single white rapper. Mac Miller, Sheen Gun Kelly, Beastie Boys, Third Base. Do they use Eminem? Action Bronson, Will Smith, Asher Roth, but none of them used the word. With Eminem, years ago, they found the tape of him saying nigger with uh, his ex-black girlfriend. Now it's him with Eminem Benzino beef. So Eminem knows. Now, do you think Eminem and his close, close circles drop it? Probably does. But he knows don't put on them records, and he's hip-hop, battle rapper, 8 Mile, catalog, and he still doesn't say it. Machine Gun Kelly, none of them say it, period. That's right, I got him a nigga, you better idea. You know, but I guess as long as white people don't say it, I guess that seems to be the bottom line, right? As long as white people don't say it, or if they say it, there's gonna be some blowback. I just, that's just how language work, that's how cultures work, you know, and I think that's, I, for some people they just can't, I don't know why folks are so obsessed. Dave, again, I do not go through the month thinking how many times I'm gonna say Peckerwood. I don't think about it. But why, is, it's, like I said, it's an obsession. I'm gonna say it, I'm gonna double down, and I'm not gonna apologize. You see what I mean? That's problematic, but I, I wish I could get the answer to that. But it seems it's definitely a pattern where those that are, you know, entree with African Americans, right? They seem to, you know, every now and then just slip. But again, I use those white rappers, look at all their discs. They don't say it one time because they know, even though most white people buy hip hop, but they know that one word can just deter you, deter your career for one minute. And Eminem found that real quick, got out in front of it, and it's gone. Yeah, but as black people, haven't we taken that word and tried to flip it around and make it our own and at least take the hate out of it? It seems like it's something that is so normal, which is bad, or like it is what it is. See, now you found yourself a nigga. You were looking for a nigga? Nigga here now, see? Okay. What do you want, nigga? Words alone do me no justice. Um, so, Mr. President, if I'm going to keep it 100. Yo, Barry, you did it, my nigga. First, Negro was black, right? Nigga was created in the United States. And then over time, you know, if you look, there's a book by Randall Kennedy, uh, The History of the Word Nigger. You know, it talks about how it's been used different ways. Like in the South, quote unquote, yo, Jim's that crazy nigga. That's the one that will fight racism in the South. So it ended up developing its own meaning within black communities over the last 150, 200 years. So he makes that argument. But again, it's individual choice. Some people decide to get rid of it. And I have another uh, point. Um, in 1973, there was a concert called Watch Stacks. It's after five years after the Watts ride in 1965. And they did it as Richard Pryor. And a friend of mine who grew up in Pittsburgh said the black power movement, black folks stopped saying the word. Right, black consciousness, black power, the words, the meaning, 
But Richard Pryor in 1974 had an album called, a winning award comedy album called, I think, Die Nigger, Die Run Nigger Run. We gotta look that up. No, the one in 1974 was called That Nigger's Crazy. That's the award winning album. He also did another one in 76 called Bicentennial Nigger. Yeah, you see? And then he would go on Saturday Night Live, you know, so the whole rationale like NWA is like, Yes, black power tried to get rid of it, but we all know in certain pockets of this country, people are still saying it. White people refer to us that way, so let's take the word and use it that way. While you have the conscious black power people saying, brother, that word's no good. So I guess Pryor's team won. You see what I mean? So Richard Pryor and Watts Stack constantly use the word nigger. The album comes out, won an award, that's 74. You see what I mean? But for many people, and that was West Coast. In the East Coast, with the Black Power, Black Concert, Black Panther, over time, people start getting rid of that word. And over time, boom, this comes back in the, in the common uh, lexicon of African Americans. Oh my God, I've been wrong. See, I ain't gonna never call another black man nigga. So the argument is, took the word, empower it, whatever, E to ER, all that stuff. But again, it's individual choice. You know, some people, as they get old, they try to use it less. You know, try to be more cognizant of it. And sometimes you say, what the bleep? I'm going to say it anyway. Who cares? But I guess as long as white people don't say it, but when they do say it, there's always going to be a consequence. That's what's freedom of speech, right? Yelling fire in the movie theater. You can say it, but you're not going to watch all the Justice League because your ass getting arrested. <laughs> you're not going to make the whole movie. Just saying. If you say nigga somewhere, you can say get away with it. The next day, you might get pimp slapped. Ouch! So you, that's just how the game is played. But I just want to know, what's this obsession? Well, I wrote this song for the Christian youth. I want to teach kids the Christian truth. If you want to reach those kids on the street, then you got to do a rap to a hip-hop beat. So I gave my sermon an urban kick. My rhymes are fly, my beats are sick. My crew is big and it keeps getting bigger. That's because Jesus Christ is my nigga. See, so that's it, right? So it's one of those things, right? So depending who you talk to, that's how some folks speak. But there's a common agreement, right? Not for every African, for a lot of Americans, as long as white people don't say it, then if some African Americans say, well, if black people say it, then white people say it because you don't respect yourself. So it's a, it's a long spectrum. Now, it's funny, on the flip side, when Jamel, Hedges called, Jamel Hill called, uh, what's his name, Trump a white supremacist. Now, nobody says, yo, what's up on white supremacist? Oh, uh, look at my African American over here. Are you my Caucasian? White supremacy is an ideology. See, there's a difference. You see what I mean? When a white person say nigga, it's identifying one person of African descent, being lazy, ignorant. White supremacy is a way of thinking. You can be the president. You can be unemployed. You can be uh, uh, working at dry cleaners and believe in white supremacy. So it's not a person. Yo, what's up, my white supremacy? No one says that. You see what I mean? There's a difference. But folks just got mad because she was telling the truth. Because in our country's history, we link white supremacy to Klan and neo-Nazis. Oh, uh, look at my African-American. And we know the Civil Rights Movement said what? In mainstream culture, those folks like David Duke can exist, but on the margin. Oh, uh, look at my African-American. They stopped voting. Democrats, black folks got involved, Latinos, other groups. I'm sorry, like... But Donald Trump's base consisted of these individuals. There's no doubt about it. So she shouldn't be suspended for telling the truth. But then your guy, what's his name, Kurt Schilling. Well, I got suspended because the stuff you were saying was crazy. 
he's one of those conspiracy buffs. He's and he had a he had a, a, a degrading pictures of a trans person about bathrooms. Schilling is a right wing hack. He's horrible. There's no comparison between Jamel Hill saying President Trump is a white supremacist. And then your boy Peter Vesey, quote unquote, quoting Biggie, even though I didn't say it, but I'm quoting Biggie. I should be able to quote Biggie to say what I want to say. Okay, whatever. No, Pete. no, wait up. No, not Biggie. Biggie? Peter Vesey. A legendary Hall of Fame sports journalist for the New York Post put out a tweet. Basically, uh, uh, basically saying that Enos Cantor, who has been critical of the Turkish president. President Erdogan, President Erdogan, President Erdogan. Time passed, the president's mispronunciation didn't change. I've heard Tayyip Erdogan, I've heard Erdogan, basically New York Knicks center or power forward. He's actually ninth in the all-star balloting at the moment, was detained. His passport was confiscated because he made some unflattering remarks about the Turkish president. American officials actually had to step in to get him released, but now the Turkish government has issued a warrant for his arrest, and Erdogan has detained people before, so he doesn't seem like a very likable person or a big Nick fan for that matter. Detained 100,000 people, there was yeah. a coup in this uh -huh. country, yep. and Cantor supports this Muslim cleric who lives in rural Pennsylvania, Fatilla Gullen. So what Bessie was basically saying in his tweet, using Biggie Small's quote, that essentially, if Cantor's going after this big dictator, he's not going to be scared of LeBron James. Now, of course, Peter Vesey didn't say it that way. Peter Vesey, a self-proclaimed Biggie Smalls fan. Peter Vesey, who attended Archbishop Malloy back in the 50s, who played ball at the Rucker with Dr. J, according to Wikipedia. So Peter Vesey might be one of those white guys because I like Biggie. I know black guys, I love basketball, that I can get kind of comfortable and say what I want to say. And what did Peter Vesey say in his Twitter tweet to LeBron James using the Biggie uh, quote? Here, Dave, I got it right here. He says, quote, or tweet, <laughs> like Kant is going to be intimidated by LeBron, a guy who stood up to Taib Erdogan. Imagine him being scared of a nigga who breathes the same air as him. So after the quote comes out, there's a firestorm on Twitter. Now, LeBron James didn't respond, but many people did online. But Peter Vesey doubled, doubled down and said, you know what? This is your problem, not mine. Well, guess what, Peter Vesey? It's my problem. Because I've seen folks like you before. Remember Don Imus in 2007? with nappy-headed hoes in Rutgers University women's basketball team. That's a, that's a nappy-headed hoes there. Now, in the 90s, Vesey was Adrian Wojnarowski. He was the Brian Winhurst. He was the Stephen A. Smith of that time. He had all the breaking stories. Back on the 90s, the NBC's be with Bob Costas, with Michael Jordan, when the score's like in the 70s. <laughs> so Vesey retired in 2012. But all of a sudden, this year, 2017, he wants back in the game. And how does a 74-year-old white guy get back in the game? Like everybody else, you go online. So he has a website now. There's some company called Patreon, where you put your podcast, you post every day, 
and you can get enough people to bring in revenue. Not that he needs money, but I think when he gave the quote using the biggie quote and not saying apologizing for using the word nigger, this gives him publicity. This gives him a brand or a name because he's trying to get back to what he had in the 90s. But what he's going to realize that it's not the 90s. A 18-year-old kid at Connecticut College don't care about Peter Vesey. He doesn't matter. They know Woj, Winhurst. He's not on ESPN. He's maybe on Fox Sports 1 with Colin Cowherd for the old heads. But the reality is it's the young heads that drive this beast. It's the young boys who buy NBA 2K, who buy Jordan's Part 14, who buy Under Armour, who buy Nike, who purchase Adidas, who listens to Lil Wayne and Lil Uzi Vert. This man need to give it up. But there's an old saying, there is no such thing as bad publicity except your own obituary. This is from a famous Irish poet named Brandon Bean. Yeah, but Dave, other than being criticized in the court of public opinion, how come he didn't get in any trouble for saying that? When it's said in mainstream media, the white person is going to be punished and suspended. I know that for a fact. We all know what mainstream media is. If you're in denial, you're crazy. Don Imus was on MSNBC. You're not a shock jock anymore. You're interviewing heads of state. You can't say happy, uh, nappy-headed hoes. Peter Vesey, if he was on ESPN and dropped what he dropped, he would have been suspended. No doubt about it. But see, the social media platform is different because black people purchase items that are advertised on ESPN. When the word comes out, you get the email, you get the text, and that's what happened to Don Imus at MSNBC. The black folks in the building were pissed off. But Peter Vesey can say this because he's on an online platform where you don't you have the choice to buy his information. So this little gap did not get as much bang for the buck for Peter Vesey. Now he might deny this. It's my right to say what I want. It's free speech to say, to quote Biggie. Because I didn't say it, I just quoted Biggie. Okay, I'll give you that, but you, it doesn't make sense. You know it doesn't make any sense. But it did not give the, re the amount of, of traction that maybe he thought it would. That's just an indication, bruh. You old, you out the game, son. Or as my man Ed Lovell would say, come on, son. You 74 years old. The game has changed. These young boys don't remember the 90s. NBC, Bob Costas. They don't know what you're talking about. New York Post? What is that? <laughs> so he can double down because there's no punishment because he's not on major networks, ESPN, ABC, NBC. Because if white people could say it, they would say it all the time, but you can't in mainstream corporate America. That's the agreement. Now in your home, your church, but we know when I step outside the house, when I belong to a corporation where black people spend money, Nike, ABC, NBC, whatever, there's an agreement you can't say it, period. And when you do, you get punished. But social media is a different animal. So Peter Vesey this year came out of retirement and I think is trying to work himself back into being the man that he was in the 90s. Honestly, folks, I just don't see it because he's going to find out the social media world, it changes rapidly, it's quickly, and you're, you're just the older guy. 
There's just no doubt about it. If you don't have an ESPN presence, a Fox Sports 1 presence, these folks under 30, you do not exist. I'm the boss. Promise you won't rob him, I promise. But of course, you know I have my fingers crossed. Niggas bleed just like us. Picture me being scared of a nigga that breathes the same air as me. I don't need to perform any blackness. I'm good. I don't need to say any biggie quotes or, or Jay-Z quotes. Or if I do, they'll be the PG quotes. You know, but Vessie's just reaching. I got you. Because he didn't use biggie quotes when he wrote for New York Post. Because why? The Post number right-wing hacks. See what I mean? So he couldn't use biggie quotes in the post. But online, a younger audience. Now let me go to my biggie shoe game. My biggie lyric game and see if I can attract some of these young folks. That's what this is all about. I'm trying to get a new demographic. Good luck, brother. You 74. I'm telling you, it makes a difference. I have a hard time turning on my phone sometimes. Woo, it's hard in this social media world. I used to be like nigga this, a nigga that. Till some nigga pulled the trigger, shot me right in the back. Was that my nigga or your nigga? I don't even think he was black. But for hand-to-hand combat, he chose to pull out a gap. So from writing exact to saturating the facts, extenuating circumstances, keep holding us back. You can rat it to tat, tat at the battering ball. Hyping them stereotypes until we shattered them all. Cause that's bona fide pride, and it's hard to swallow. Like when Rocky had to watch what Drago did to Apollo. It doesn't matter what I did, if it ain't what it is. Or if I'm hating what you're saying without nothing to give. You wanna say it, but don't say it. Save it, but don't spread it on LeBron's front gate cause that ain't nothing but hatred take a rich nigga rich type nigga to snitch and if OJ ain't a real nigga then who the hell is I'm synchronizing the uprising divided by downsizing with my eyes on the prize I keep colliding with criticizers sides only stupid liars respect to the freedom riders the chair recognizes that it's all on the wire shower them with black power and you're looking for trouble I devoured them cowards I could have put on some muscle cause your father's grandfathers his fathers were slaves so every time you say the word they spin around in their grave that's why I got my man Beats. He's the brains behind this stuff in his outfit. So Vessi gonna find out. We keep dropping stuff like that. I'm gonna stay on him all year like white on rice, brother. So you better watch yourself. We coming after you. Dave and Beats, holla at your boy. So the question remains the same. Can white people say, yeah? And the answer's the same. Not really. That's the show, folks. Don't forget to subscribe to the show on iTunes, and we'll bring you another episode as soon as it's humanly possible, because without you, it would only be us. The dark brown shades of my skin. Oh, look at my African-American over here. Only add color to my tears. Oh, oh. That splash against my hollow bones. That rocks my soul. Looking back over my false dreams that I once knew. Wondering why my dreams never came true. Is it because I'm black? Uh-huh. Somebody tell me. What can I do? Oh, Lord. Oh, something is holding me back. Uh-huh. Is it because I'm black? Yeah. In this world of no pity, I was raised in the ghettos of the city. Yeah. 
mama, she worked so hard to earn every penny. Something is holding me back. Uh-huh. Is it because I'm black? 